you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. I am Iron Man. Why so serious? Welcome back to DMR. Thank you for tuning back in. Much obliged. How are you? How is your world? Hope you liked that little Gollum impression at the start of the show. I'm not going to be focusing on Lord of the Rings this time around like I did in previous episodes. But you know what? When you've got your own show, like I do, sometimes you just want to do a Gollum impression. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just want to go out on a limb on a Sunday night, you know? Just be free spirit, that's all. That's all. So, in the entertainment world, whilst this is not movie-related, Australia has lost a legend in the cricket game, being Shane Warne. Now, this guy was an Aussie icon. People loved him, and unfortunately, he's passed away of a suspected heart attack over in Thailand, I think it was. So they're just investigating that at the moment about what actually happened to Warney. So hat off to him. Thank you for all the entertainment. And he also went out with Liz Hurley for a while. So did pretty well there. Old mate, rest in peace, buddy. So it looks like we have a new Blade movie coming out. It's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. It's been a while since a Blade movie came out with the famous Wesley Snipes playing Blade, the half-human, half-vampire, or what they like to describe him as the Daywalker. So basically, he's got all of the vampire strengths, but none of their weaknesses, e.g. going out into the sunshine and burning up into a big ball of fire. So... Pretty cool, pretty excited for that one. We have the main actor, which is Ma'ershala Ali. This guy is an awesome actor. He's been in plenty of movies to date. But I think it's a really good choice in terms of an actor that can play Blade. I remember watching the original Blade back in 1998, I think it was. And people kind of forget that. Blade is actually a Marvel character from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so to speak. So he was technically the one that basically kicked off all these Marvel movies. Well before Eric Banner and the Hulk, well before Iron Man and all the other movies that came thereafter. So probably need to shed some light on Wesley's achievements there for the Marvel brand. But that movie was a cracker. Absolute cracker. The opening scene in that where they basically go to the vampire nightclub and they have the blood that is set up in the sprinkler system and then you've got an unassuming human that basically goes along with the female vampire, doesn't know what's going on and all of a sudden all of this blood starts streaming out of the sprinkler system and he realizes he is on the menu then Blade comes in, played by Wesley Snipes, and absolutely kicks ass. Awesome movie. 
the graphics when you look back at it now are awful. But back in 1998 when people were still getting their gear together in terms of CGI, it was good back then, but now it's just terrible. But parking that aside, the story is awesome. Stephen Dorff is the main vampire villain in it. Plays a really sadistic bastard. Seriously, this guy, just how evil he is in this movie. It's just amazing. So check it out if you haven't seen it, but it will be interesting to see how Ali goes in the new role and it's supposed to be coming out this year i think it is or 2023 it's being made at the moment apparently this comes out next year so it'll be pretty cool to catch do like vampire movies but one of the best vampire movies that i've ever seen and still holds up today it's a really really good film it's interview with the vampire with brad pitt and tom cruise this was a 1994 special so i was still a kid when this came out and I remember watching it for the first time back then. I used to go into Blockbuster Video or Video Easy. That's what they called it back here. You still have Blockbuster here in Australia, but you used to go into the thriller drama section, pick it out. VHS, VHS special. Old and faithful. So I remember watching it back then. Awesome story, basically set over a few hundred years, I think from the 1700s where Brad Pitt's character's wife and child pass away, and then he's basically just depressed, suicidal. And then along comes Tom Cruise, who's already a vampire, and basically says, look, I'll do your deal. I'll make you a vampire, and you'll never feel this the way again. And he does. And basically, the story of those two over the decades, hundreds of years, centuries that follow, really cool storyline. So check that out. It's an older style movie, but a very good one. The acting is great in it, drama slash thriller, but there is some funny parts in it as well. So they do really well. And Tom Cruise's character, when he plays Lestat, very similar to Stephen Dorff's character in Blade, just that nasty piece of work. Like, they're already vampires, but do you really have to be a dick about it? Can't you just be pleasant? Like, yeah, you got to kill people and drink their blood and, and all that, but don't be a dick about it. You can be nice. Just be nice. You're okay. All good. So check that one out. Another movie I actually caught last night, I do have it on Blu-ray, pretty sure I got it on Blu-ray, is the movie called The Butterfly Effect. Now, this is an older movie as well. It's a 2004 special starring Ashton Kutcher and Amy Smart as the two main characters. This movie is definitely a time travel movie. I'll try to explain the storyline as best that I can. So you've got a guy called Evan, played by Ashton Kutcher, who has blackouts when he's a kid, very traumatic childhood. And when he blacks these things out, he also, memory serves, drops them down in his journal. And as he gets older, he can somehow go back through time and piece together the parts that he blacked out, but they're in his journal. So it's very complex. It's a very complex time travel movie, similar to Donnie Darko as well. I put it in the same category as that with Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal, who's in that movie. But if you haven't checked it out, it's just an amazing story. I remember when I first watched it, and I was absolutely blown away how in-depth 
it is quite dark. It's a dark theme movie. There are some funny parts in it, but it's definitely thriller slash drama time travel film. So check it out. It's on Netflix. I caught a bit of it last night as well. And there are actually two endings to this film. One of them is quite pleasant. The other one is quite full on. So if you haven't seen the movie, I won't go into spoilers, but you'll know which one you're watching. If it feels nice and pretty, well, that's a good one. If it's quite harsh and in-depth, that's not the best one. But do check that film out anyhow. I'm also watching a documentary series on Netflix called Catching Killers. Season 2 is out at the moment. And I just finished the episode that has to deal with BTK. So Bind, Torture, Kill. That was the name of a serial killer in the 70s. So back between 1960 and the late 80s to early 90s before DNA testing came in, that was prime time, golden era for serial killers Majority of them Caucasian Americans between the ages of 20, 40, 50, whatever. But BDK, he's quite unique. And when I say unique, he actually went dormant. He went dormant for 25 years and didn't do anything in that time frame. So for a serial killer to basically sit back and wait in the wings and not do any serial killing, it's just incredible. And the story of this one, I think it's the first episode with the cops that caught him. And this guy had no previous record at all. Clean as a whistle, family man. So completely unassuming. But do check it out. It's a pretty good series. They've got some pretty famous serial killers. But all of the interviews with the cops that bust them, it's pretty remarkable. So that is episode seven. So thank you. And I will catch you on the flip side. And you will know my name is the law when I lay my vengeance upon thee. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. I am Iron Man. Why so serious? Sup?